Matthew Bocci has a book out called Sway, and his father lost his life on 9-11. He was in one of the Twin Towers. It's the first memoir told by a child of 9-11, and he joins us now. Matt, how are you? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you? Good. A 20-year anniversary of 9-11. Is that uh, kind of the plan? I'm going to write the book, release it on the 20th anniversary, or is it just a coincidence? (laughs) Well, so the hardcover actually came out last year, but the paperback came out this year. Um, but uh, when I was actually pitching agents initially, yes, I was, I was thinking maybe the 20th anniversary would be the more, most pertinent time to, uh, to publish the book. You know, with, uh, with your life and you go into it, a book, a lot of tragedy in your life too, was this almost therapeutic of you? You're, you've been sober for a while now, almost like if I can rehash this, live this out, it'll help with my recovery? Yeah, I mean, listen, it was therapeutic. It was cathartic. I, I knew that, um, and listen, the way that I was writing the book initially was not cathartic. I, I didn't really disclose as much as I did fin- in, in the final draft and everything. And, and I got to a point with it where I knew that being raw and vulnerable with myself and then in turn with readers would allow me to have a whole other level of healing that I wasn't accustomed to. But not only that, I, w- I would in turn inspire people to maybe face their own struggles and maybe their own trauma and then want to be motivated to do something about it themselves. So um, it has had a very, very powerful impact on my life. It has had a powerful impact on my sobriety. And the fact that I can be so honest and, and vocal about all the things that I went through, but more importantly, not allowing them to to have the power that they used to on my life and, and not allow them to dictate how I live my life. So that's that's been the most empowering aspect of the whole entire process yeah i started reading the book and i'm I'm not finished through it and it's not a super long read but tell everybody because you kind of get in to where your dad worked and the uh you know you were nine years old when it happened and you kind of i think page 10 kind of get into it tell everybody where your where your dad worked and then then what happened that day from what you can remember yeah sure my dad john bocce worked at cannon for Sherald on the 104 of the north tower um and uh, really more <sighs> more devastating to me was not losing him, but wanting to know more about what happened. Um, and I was really determined to find out more. And I wouldn't be told no. So when people were telling me that they didn't want to have these conversations anymore, and, and I'm referring to my mother especially, um, my questions were very detailed. And so I started asking my mom if, if she thought my dad was one of the people who jumped to their deaths. And for her having that sort of conversation was something just out of the realm of a possibility. She couldn't imagine why a kid was, was asking these things. Um, and she couldn't fathom it. And so as time went on and time progressed, I stopped having the conversations with her because she didn't want to have them. And, um, and, and the real struggles began for me then because I was looking at all these images and, and, and video footages of, people jumping to their desks, people hanging out of the upper floors of the North Tower and thinking I could find my dad. And I was obviously naive in many ways, but I was thinking I could find my dad in one of these photos or perhaps a video. Um, and I had someone close to me, who was an uncle through marriage, who lied to me and told me that my dad jumped. And years later, I found out that my dad did not jump and he was in the staircase when the building collapsed. But um, at that time, I had no idea and I trusted him. And I was looking for a father figure all along, too. Um, but he was lying to me and preying on my vulnerability so that he could sexually abuse me, which is exactly what happened.
Matt Bocci's with us, and the book paperback, uh, Sway, is out right now, Barnes & Noble. And, you know, and, and I hope I phrase this correctly, so forgive me if I don't. Is it almost easier, because you have uh, siblings, you talk about your younger brother in the book, is it almost easier for your siblings to deal with it? Because for you, you're the oldest, nine years old, you just have a little glimpse of and remember your dad. For them, they might not remember him well. So is it is it a lot harder for you that you just have a little glimpse where they might not? Yeah, I mean, listen, I try to keep my dad's legacy and memory alive by talking about it. And there are things that I can't even answer for them or, or talk about with them. You know, we look to my, my dad's brother, my uncle, for some of those stories. But um, but as a, but being his son, I can provide them a little bit more information and, and a glimpse into something that they didn't know. And, and really, especially my youngest brother, I'm the oldest of four boys, and, and my youngest brother was three months old when my dad died. So he, he didn't know my dad at all. Um, and I think for him, hearing the stories and hearing me and, and my other brothers talk about my dad and, and the life that he lived and the person that he was is a way to keep his memory alive, especially for someone who didn't really know him. Did you think that, and it's always, anytime you deal with this, deal with what you've dealt with and dealt with, you know, substance abuse, you're always thinking, well, if I took a different turn, maybe it would turn out differently. Did you find the more digging that you did because you had that quest for knowledge to get to know your dad, the more you opened yourself up to the abuse? Like, I I meant the alcohol abuse, drug abuse. Well, after Meaning you were using it to cope with what you were dealing with. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, I, I know that for a fact that I use drugs and alcohol as a way to escape all the problems that I thought were were outside of my control, right? And, and, and so I spent so many years trying to numb the pain, and I felt that it was easier to live perpetually numb than to feel anything that I was feeling at that time. And it was so much better for me to live in a mindset of, of shutting off my brain and all the crazy thoughts I had going through my head. So um, I know that all these things that happened after my father's death, mainly the abuse, but just the fact that I was so infatuated with trying to find out more, um, that is, that was all compiled. And basically I, I knew that there was only one way out for me and that was to try to escape it. And I used drugs as a way to do that. So I certainly opened myself up to it. Um, I do believe that I am, you know, at heart an alcoholic and an addict, but, um, but I also know that all the things that I went through certainly played a role. Did anyone that he worked with survive? No. Okay. What did you, when you started doing this digging, what did you learn about your dad specifically at the end there? Because you had a, you wanted to find out, you know, what were his final moments? Who did he talk to? I mean, how long did it take you to figure, figure this out and get, gain the information? Well, I already knew as a kid um, that my dad spoke to my mom. He, he was on the phone with her twice, and he said goodbye to her. And I knew that he spoke to his, un- his brother, my uncle, and also said goodbye. And my uncle is the last person that we know of on the outside who, who spoke to him. Um, in the years that followed, I found out a couple more things. I found out that he had been on the phone with one of his colleagues um, who, was, who was located in Connecticut at the time. And I'm actually very close with that gentleman. And um, he was on the phone with him uh, when the plane hit the building. And the line went out. Um, they, you know, they used like, the, the squawk boxes, and, and, and the line went out on the box. Um, and, uh, I, I finally found out and, and came to finally have my closure with his death by knowing what actually happened to him. And, and that was that he was in the staircase. Um, now, unfortunately for me, all the, all those years I spent trying to find out more, I don't want to say that they were for nothing, but, um, 
it definitely allowed me to realize who I am as a person, right? And um, I, I think uh, I think the growth and, and who I am as a person now is shown in the fact that I know now I can't fill in those missing gaps, right? I was so determined to do it, and finally having the acceptance and knowing that I can't is probably the most empowering thing that I've, I've come to that realization. Yeah, Matthew Bocci's with us in the book Sway Hardcover Paperback, available now. Uh, does it, you know, we've heard commentary with everything that's going on with the pullout in Afghanistan about from former vets. They've had an opinion, but I haven't talked to anyone who lost a loved one in 9-11. Does the pullout in Afghanistan mean anything to you to, at, at all? Um, I would just say that I think the role that we were serving there um, you know, I, I'd like to, for many years, I thought maybe we could have been out of there sooner. Right. But mm-hmm. it's becoming a little bit more apparent that maybe we did have a more prevalent role than that was let on. Um, and that this, the fallout that's occurring currently is sort of confirming that, um, it's so heartbreaking seeing that, you know, obviously everything that happened with the Marine, the 13 Marines that were killed and everything. And, and, and just knowing that maybe not maybe, but that could have been prevented. You know, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I think that we sir, we had our, our purpose for going into that war. And, um, you know, regardless of the fact that people agree with it or not, I mean, we, we were trying to fight the enemy who, who caused this event and, and, and was at, at, at hands for this tragedy that we all went through. Um, and 20 years later, you know, we're still dealing with the repercussions from it. Yeah, I want to let everyone know the book is out. I appreciate your time, Matthew. And we, there's a lot to this book, a lot of stuff I didn't get into the interview. Uh, but, man, get the book. It's called Sway, paperback, uh, hardcover, Barnes & Noble, any place else where people can order it at? Uh, Amazon, and, and we're getting to local bookstores now, and Audible, Kindle, any, any, uh, any online uh, book readers. Hey, Matt, thanks for your time, man. Continued uh, with your sobriety and getting on the right path. Appreciate the time this morning. Thanks a lot, man. Have a great day.